Well, hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Twisted Tales with Faith. And Lisa. And hello. That's Hi. A, it's been a long day. I was going to say, you definitely said hello more than once. I did. Yeah. I realized it after I said Hey, guys, how are you hello. today? What happened today with you today? <laughs> Shut up. Maybe I need to lube up my brain with some hummus. Jerk. <laughs> All right, well. You um, said lube. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what you said hummus was used for, you dum-dum. Uh, I, was, I was more happy about the word lube. <laughs> Is well, it moist? <laughs> uh, All right, and anyways. Faith is completely unprepared. Completely. I left all my notes at home. So um, we were supposed to record two episodes this weekend, and that didn't happen. So... You're going to get to hear from Lisa again and something about soap or soup, depending on how you spell it. Well, it's definitely not soup. I know. I misspelled it. I know. It was amazing. <laughs> Hummus. This is the worst intro <laughs> in history. No, I'm pretty sure we've had worse. If we, if we listen, we've had worse. Yeah. Just go throw that out there. That's probably a solid point. Solid point. I do want to know, though, um, based on a... a, a podcast that i listened to earlier about the website and things of that nature and we where, where are we out with that uh we're we're exactly where we were last time i mentioned it oh cool so you've done nothing correct i also so all these people out there that are like excited the all like my mom and your mom and uh my best friend started listening so three <laughs> uh, <are they laughs> your best friend that has been on the podcast that one time and still not listening yeah she's a tool she on you, Destiny. Agreed. I wanted to last name you, but I did not. Should have. Should have. Mm. Well, what do you have for us, Lisa? Well, I one of us needs to be prepared. <laughs> I, I have a story, guys. Would you look at that? Uh so I am actually going to take us into the Wayback Machine again. I love the Wayback Machine. How way back, though? Your way back and my way back differ very greatly. We'll get there when we get there. Right. Oh, Lord. Um, this is actually this is a uh, a place that uh, uh, rewind. This occurs in Italy. She talks for a living. Oh, your home country. My home country, except for one small problem. Still can't pronounce the towns for crap. So <laughs> I'm gonna name like one town, and then I'm gonna be like, and then they move towns. <laughs> <laughs> Because you know what, guys? Sometimes it's just better to not. Yeah, it okay? is. It is. It's, it's true. Silence so, is, is golden. It really is. You're a lot smarter when you're quiet. You appear that way, at least. Like, I didn't mean you specifically, but that came out very... Yeah, and you're <laughs> looking right at me. You're the only person And I'm here. sitting over here. What do you want me to do? And look I got... Those, I see, look no, at the look, rack that's why I got That's why I got a lot of stuff. You're an idiot, tough scuff. I, you're the only person out here to look at. Faith. I'd prefer not to see you. Faith. I'm trying to dig my way out here. <laughs> Keep digging. You're doing a great job. So Italy, you say. Do they have cannolis? I love cannolis. This is the way you're 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 put, trying to put me back on track from being upset with you or calling me a dummy online. <laughs> it's okay. I accept it. Anyways, so we are going to talk about a woman this time named Leonardo Cinciulli. Leonardo Cinciulli. Leonardo Cinciulli. She was born on April 18th, 1884. Ooh, the 1800s. 1800s. That is way back. It is way I back. I love way back. Mm -hmm. This is a good way back. All right, continue. Chinchuli. 
And she was born in uh, Montella, Italy. Which is the only city we will name. And I probably didn't even say that one right. You probably know. didn't. There's only Your some Italian kind of roots are just shriveling up and dying and becoming a redneck as it, it, it has as you been speak. for years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to see an Italian. Never mind. <laughs> you go grab that catfish out of the water, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're also probably a lot smarter than us. Anyways. Ooh, so there is, again, with all this crap that I picked, there's not always like a huge amount of information about these people because it was so way back when. Right, right. Um, But on one account of research that I had done said that her mother uh, was raped and forced to marry the man that raped her. Oh, uh, no. again, you're you're going back in the day. Where, 1800s. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. got pregnant, you marry who fathered it. Whoever fathered it, regardless. Which... Exactly. So I can't confirm that, but I can't really deny that either. That's not good. Um, needless to say, though, it was not a happy home. Uh, well, her mother was not really a kind woman to her because, I mean, I mean, if you're thinking about it, logic, not logically, because even still, it's just emotional. <laughs> it, it's emotional, emotional. She was not great to Leonardo. All but right. it's a constant reminder of what happened and what happened to you and what your life became because of what happened to you. Yeah, but that's a really selfish way to look it at it. It is a very selfish way, but we're humans and humans are inherently selfish people. Touche. That is correct. How do you get someone to change behavior you don't like? You make it affect them. Because if their bad behavior doesn't affect them, they're not going to change it. They don't that's, care what it does to you. That's good. But for Leonardo, that's not really going to be the case because nope. she's a kid. That so sucks. it's never a kid's fault. No, never. They didn't choose it. Anyway, um, so like I said, I can't confirm it or deny it. Um, but she was not not a great mom. In fact, Leonardo attempted suicide twice by the time she was a teen. Wow. Um, in 1917, her mother arranged for her to marry a wealthy man. Uh, Leonardo actually refused it and ended up marrying a registry clerk. Oh. Named uh, Raphael Pensardi. And I, I know I said that, that badly too. Correctly. Pensardi. That was She's even worse. All right. Not going to do it. Yep. No, that was terrible. Uh, her mom was pretty pissed, right? Um, and supposedly put a curse on them. Oh. Okay. Okay. So uh, I'll keep going before the, the questions start because the question is going to start here soon for you. So uh, she married this dude. And in uh, 1927, Leonardo was arrested for fraud. Uh, no idea what the fraud was. Uh, later in the story, I can only assume it had something to do with uh, with what happens later on in the story. I, I don't want to give away, like, the pearl just yet, okay? But that's my assumption. Okay. So, yeah. when she was released, the couple moved to another town. See, told you. I'm, re I'm refusing to name any other towns, but they went to another town. Uh, during their marriage, Leonardo was pregnant 17 times. What? She lost three to miscarriage. Like one seven, three short of 20? One seven, three short With of no epidurals back in the day. Well, you got to listen. Hell's bells, no. Okay, well, actually, it really doesn't help. Uh, three passed uh, of miscarriage, right? And then 10 died before they were even in their youth. Okay. So, so she's left with she four had, kids. She had four kids that Living. made it to adulthood, and she was insanely protective of all of them. 
What happened to the 10 that died before teenage years? Well, Faith, they died, so nothing. I I don't understand. Are you being intentionally obtuse? No. How did they They, die? How did all 10 die? Disease. I mean, all the stuff that ran rampant back then. Mama didn't put something in the uh, porridge? No, it was absolutely nothing like that. So she was a good mom. She, for all intents and purpose. To this point in the story, because you're She was a good mom. <laughs> uh, really got to work for the stories when Lisa's telling them, don't we, guys? Work, 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 work. I'm done. And so, yep, she had uh, four kids that made it to adulthood. And like I said, she was insanely protective of all of them. Leonardo believed fully that all of her kids died because of her mother's curse. Do, do we know what kind of curse was put on? Do we have like the rhyme that was given? Her, no, we do not have any of the rhyme. It just had to be a rhyme. Well, I think curses are, are usually in, you know. Li- How do you know she, her mom wasn't just like, you know, I hope you marry a moron and your kids die. Because she already knew who she married, dumb dumb. That's why she cursed them. <laughs> Language. I mean, I've done okay. I so I whispered it. Maybe it won't come through this time. No, you've got the good mic. It's definitely coming through. Damn. That another one. I was talking about beavers. You were not. I was. I was talking about... You sit on a throne of lies. You sit on a throne of lies. What movie was that? Elf. Yes! <laughs> You're not Santa. I like beers and cheese. I hate that movie so much. I, I did at first, but now I love it. Uh, All right, continue. I literally hate that movie. Anyways, uh, like I said, she believed that the mom's curse, the reason all her kids died, her family were a family of fortune tellers. Aha! So they believed in all the tarot cards, all the, you know. So they were gypsies. Basically, I would say. Well, I don't know about gypsies. No, but they're gypsies. We're sticking with gypsies. We'll go with gypsies. I love one. gypsies. They travel in tents and caravans. I how, did, how did tents travel exactly? Do you ride in them the back like a of pony? A, in the back of a caravan, dum-dum. But they travel in them, in the tents. On the back of the caravan. Don't try to, don't try to fault my logic. I got it. Watch out. This is 1800s. They don't have caravans. Yes, they do. They t- a caravan. It's a horse a and carriage at this point. It's a caravan of gypsies. Uh, All of their horses and buggies. I'm thinking caravan like. Like a Dodge caravan? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> like really tinted Can we windows. Please not tell people how stupid we are again. <laughs> well. What's the language of Brazil? Brazilian? <laughs> that was not me. That was me. Yeah. I will say I did have to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled it. It's Portuguese. Uh, oh, we so stupid. Oh, what do you speak? English Indian. Guys, I'm sorry if you don't find us amusing, but we think we're hilarious. Uh, you know, so the you know what? most important thing is to amuse yourself. I do it daily. There. It's okay. Well, here's the deal, too. You can you can have a story <laughs> and some morons, and it's you get a great story out of it at some point when we shut up. <sighs> and then maybe once or twice we make you laugh. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? They're probably just laughing like these girls can walk and breathe at the same time without <laughs> reminders. Brava. <laughs> Some, sometimes I need help. <laughs> Brava. It's when you enter the gum and it gets real hard. Mm. All right. So, gypsies. Gypsies. Uh, so, apparently, 
Leonardo had gone to some tellers, if you will. Of um, the fortune in, in variety? Her, in her younger years, right? Not it, it was while she was married, after the curse thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of them said she would lose all of her kids. Another one, a palm reader, said that she would end up in prison. I'm betting both of these things happened eventually. Yeah. It's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, and that's the exact thing that I was talking about, like, or I was thinking about not talking. Well, I may have talked out loud. Um, but, like, if somebody speaks something over you and you believe it so wholeheartedly, does that not just become you at some point because it devastates you or raises you up so much? Like It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's just, like, when you think, I'm a loser. I'm never going to mount anything. I'm just going to be like my drug-addicted family who, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, around here that live in a trailer and don't do... And then that's what you think about yourself. So you don't apply yourself at school. You don't try. You drop out. You get hooked on drugs because that's what you know. Is yeah, you happen. literally just don't think anything's going to yeah. matter. So yeah. it's, I mean, some of it's environmental, but it's just like kids who come from very wealthy families of entrepreneurs. They're told you can do anything you want to. Yeah. You're going to build a great business. You're going to be intelligent. And they are because they know that they are. This is what yeah. they've been told. So while some of it is environmental of, I believe, and it's just my personal opinion, I'm not licensed. I know nothing, as the Brazilian taught us. Um, <laughs> but the, the a Brazilian is an actual human. The Brazilian language, though. Oh. We just talked about that. Keep up. Um, I think a lot of what we become is what we tell ourselves, like in our head. If you tell yourself you're worthless. Well, it's not even just nothing, what you tell yourself. It's what's spoken over you daily. But if you choose not to Like if you're that, told... Yeah, that's true. That's no, like, you're good point. I just literally saw a meme that said once once you inherently have like sound confidence in yourself and you know who you are, people's negativity and backwards comments and belittling comments no longer matter because you don't find your worth in other people's words but in what you know about yourself. So people can tell you whatever they want about but it's what you believe and internalize that you typically end up becoming. Mm -hmm. Just a personal opinion. You want to know the best meme I ever saw? What? It was a picture of like a dude on a wave runner. And it said, now, if your life was only as cool as you made it out to be on Facebook. And I was like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it's so true. You know, my favorite one I've ever seen. What? Have you prayed about it as much as you've talked about it? Oh, boom. Yeah. That's a punchy in your Peace nose. slap in the face. Peace slap. I don't want to say the bad word. Yeah. We'll get you there someday. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, well, I'm going to move on with my okay. story, please. We've rambled long enough. So, Leonardo wound up becoming a teller herself. And by all of the accounts, she was really good at it. Okay. So, she made enough money to help support her family, to raise her four remaining kids, um, at some point, her oldest son, Giuseppe. That <laughs> Giuseppe. Giuseppe. Where's her husband in all this? Is he still in the picture? Oh, he's around, but we don't talk about him because he's irrelevant. Okay. Mm. Continue. The story is definitely has nothing to do with the husband at all. Okay. Yeah. So Giuseppe. So uh, when her oldest son, Giuseppe, was old enough, he went to Leonardo and was like, hey, mom. I'm going to join the Royal Italian Army um, and prepare myself for the Second World War. 
No, you're not. So, I want you to think about this logically. How do you think Leonardo responded? I'm, I'm assuming. I've lost. Not well. 13 kids. And someone told me I'm going to lose all my kids. Yeah. Not well. So, she's upset. Okay. Any mom is. Super upset. Like, you can be proud of your kid, but that's still scary. Because here's a woman who's like, I, I spent my entire life protecting my, my remaining kids from harm. And, and you're running into it. Yeah. And now her precious son is is running into it, going off to war. Uh, she swore to Giuseppe, made him a promise uh, that she would do anything in her power to keep her safe while he was gone. Keep who safe? Giuseppe. You said to keep her safe. To keep, I'm sorry. Keep him um, safe. Okay. Back with you. Yeah. Sorry about that. So, like, she's going to do the voodoo. She's going to do whatever it takes. How's she going to do anything from there? Spiritual woman. Okay. Spiritual woman. She's going to do whatever it takes. Continue. To keep him safe. And I don't think he fully understood exactly what that meant. Uh-oh. What is so, that entail? <laughs> As I was saying earlier, she was a teller, right? She had a pretty good client base. Fortune teller, right? Yes. You say teller, that's a bank teller. Oh, sorry. I'm just making sure we're all on the same page here. Just not good enough for you. Awkward silence, and we are a go. (laughs) (laughs) She was a fortune teller, yes. She did the tarot cards and whatever, and I couldn't spell tarot. Tarot? I don't even know how to say it. (laughs) So... (laughs) Tarot. Should we just pause it and end it now? I think so. (laughs) No, you gotta wait. It's a good story. (laughs) Um, she had a really good client base. Okay, because like I said, she was doing all this, getting paid for it, yeah, and, like supporting her family. She had a she had a following. Yeah. So according to the others, she was a very spiritually gifted woman. Okay, this was like people from her town, neighbors, whatever. They all said that she had a gift. Okay. okay. Uh, one of her clients. I got to remember how to say this name again, Faustina. Seti had become um, had been going to Leonardo for help uh, trying to find a husband. Um, you know, women get lonely, and what else do you do except go to a fortune teller? So Leonardo told her of a nice man in Pola, and asked her not to tell anybody about him just yet because you know we don't we don't want to jinx anything. Okay, so she persuaded. Faustina to write letters to her family and her friends and tell her that she would be, uh, you know, moving to this Pola place or whatever, and that Leonardo herself would would mail them when she got there. Okay, this isn't good. There is no Pola. So there, Faustina left Leonardo's home, kept her word, didn't say a thing to her family and friends. Some days later, Faustina went back to Leonardo's home, and. Basically, to say goodbye, say thank you so much for helping me. Leonardo's like, let's celebrate. Okay. So she, she poured two drinks and pretty much like slipped her an old age Mickey into Faustina's drink and she passed out. Mm-hmm. At this point, Leonardo whacked her over the head with an axe. Okay. Took a- she drug her body Turned to a quickly. closet, cut her into nine pieces. She put her blood in a bucket, and what I'm about to say to you is a direct quote 
from Leonardo when she was finally captured. Okay? So this is like word for word verbatim. Okay. Are you ready? As I'm going to be. Cool. I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the mixture until the pieces dissolved into a thick, dark mesh that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the the blood in the basin, I waited until it coagulated. I dried it, put it in the oven, and then ground it and and mixed it with flour, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margin. Kneading all of the ingredients together, I made lots of crunchy tea cakes, and serve them to the ladies who came to visit me. I thought you said beware of though, soap, not cake. Though Giuseppe and I also ate them. I thought he was in the army. Well, I'm sure he wasn't, like, gone forever. Did he know what he was eating? People, people, I, I literally looked at it. I don't know. And there was a lot of speculation that the husband and Giuseppe knew exactly what was going on, but we'll, we'll just, just listen to my story, okay? Oh. Stop asking so many intelligent questions. I don't like it. Oh, well, again. So, <clears throat> she got away, scot-free. Nobody knew a thing, right? Because they had all these handwritten letters uh, from this woman saying that she moved to a different town, right? Mm-hmm. And it was all proven to be her handwriting. So, needless to say, Leonardo, pretty manipulative. Yeah, you think? Yeah. So then we move on to Francesca Soave. Not saying that right, I'm sure. Suave? I don't know. Uh, was told by Leonardo that she found her a job. So she did not find you a job. Your, your not- job is filling the bellies of her patrons. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's one interesting way to look at it. So she was um, persuaded, again, to write these letters saying, I got you a job opportunity. Here's where I'm going. Um, I'll contact you further when blah, 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 blah. She agreed to all of Leonardo's terms and met the same fate as Faustina. And she was the second victim. And again, not a whole lot was said about uh, Francesca. But the final victim gets kind of interesting. You are so not paying attention to me I at all. Am. No, you're not. I'm trying to find pictures of this woman. No, oh, they're everywhere, dude. So Virginia, uh, we'll just call her Virginia because I can't say her last name. Oh my god! Fell into the web of vish- <laughs> of this vicious woman as well. <clears throat> she was also told by Leonardo that she had found a job. Now Virginia was a former soprano that was said to have sung. At La Scalia, maybe. I don't know. You don't know. So when she was told that Leonardo found her her job as a secretary helping organize operas in Florence, like, literally, she was ecstatic. Yeah. Okay, because this is... Exactly. Let's just throw out there. Something seems too good to be true. It probably is. You're going to be a treat. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> oh, Faith, I hate you. You're going to have to edit that out. What? So, 
uh, we go back through the process. Don't tell anybody. Let's write some notes. Okay. Let's do what we got to do. Blah, blah, blah. How is any of this helping keep her son safe? Like, she's supposed to be keeping Giuseppe safe. How does making human chocolates? Yeah, but what should she do? She baked them into goodies. She did. What did she do first? She cut them up. Before that? She lied to them. You missed the tweener. I think I did. She killed them. Yes. What? Why do people kill people in a religious belief? Because they're crazy. <laughs> yes. Because they, they haven't done the research on what... Reli- Sacrifice, honey. But she didn't say... Human her, sacrifice. I get that, but in her little montage of what she did with it, she didn't say she did any kind of ritual. She just said, I, I chopped her up and I baked her. That was literally, like, the motive. It was human sacrifice, killing one to save her son. And then making her son eat the remains. Yeah, that was... She's crazy. Great. The, yes. Has there ever yes. in the history of any case that we have done thus far a rhyme or reason for what they've done? Yes. Not victims killing the people. No, Dexter. Again, he was a victim. And we still can't prove that he the lives that he took. Vi- oh, well, in he the womb. W- He's probably got his butt kicked. His in- okay, we can't go back into this. Yeah. Not only that, but you haven't even posted that episode yet. I did. I had to take it down. Editing per- problems. Yeah. I'm a dum-dum. Either way. Either way. Continue. All right, so she's literally taking human sacrifices to try to save her son. Gotcha. Mm. <sighs> so. Blah, 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 blah. That's Lisa's Just like she did with two other there. women. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. That's my research. It's the best. <laughs> Just one time at bank. Nope, I'm done. Okay. So once again, after all was said and done and she found her this great job, and everything's honky-donky. Virginia leaves the house. But they all always go back to say bye and thank you. Why? Why? Don't thank people. Don't be polite. Yeah, who needs it? Nobody's helping you for free, bro. No. Like, they didn't know. She was never help- She gets paid for this. So, she's taking their money and killing them and eating them? Uh-huh. <laughs> and making money off the treats she's selling to other clients. She doesn't sell them. She just gives them to her paying She clients. just gives them to people. Still keeping people coming? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, Virginia goes back. Don't say thank Let's you. celebrate. No. Let's have a drink together. Run away, Virginia. It's not safe. Everything is great. Life is great. I'm about to be as happy as I can be. In the afterlife. So, she passes out. Because she's been roofied. She has been roofied. And she got whacked with an axe, chopped up into nine pieces. Oh, Lord. Um, the, only, the only problem was, this time, Virginia's sister-in-law watched her go into the house because she didn't go look. Oh, smart so, Virginia. So the secret Always of, have a buddy hey, system. Hey, I got this great job. I'm not going to tell anybody, but wait, my sister-in-law. You, you always tell somebody. Dude, absolutely. I call you and I find a good sell on Black Friday. I don't, well, I was going to say, dude, even if you have a deep, dark secret, who am I going to tell? I don't know people. No, we don't like the people. I don't care. Uh. Oh, sounds like drama, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways, so yeah, Virginia's uh, sister-in-law saw her going to the house. Found it highly suspicious that she never came out. You're a smart lady, Virginia's sister. Smart woman, right? So she called the cops. Oh, man. Did the cops respond? They opened an, ev- an investigation. Good, good. Yeah. They finally arrested her, uh, Leonardo. She refused to confess until the cops speculated that her son Giuseppe had something to do with it. Ah, oh, she's And then the, the details of her crimes came pouring out of her mouth like diarrhea. So she literally, like, they're like, I think your son's involved. Nope, let me tell you what it did. Exactly. Huh. Good mom. Mm. So, direct quote. Horrible person. Good mom. Direct quote from good old Leonardo when she confessed to Virginia's murder. She ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white when it melted. I added a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make the most exceptional creamy soap. Uh, I gave the I gave the bars to neighbors and acquaintances. Can you imagine washing your hands with that and figuring out it's people fat? Bro. I Bro. Would, <laughs> you'd never be clean again. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's like Matheny's roadside barbecue. I, I'm like, I what can't. If they washed, uh, what if they washed their baby with that? Oh, man. Why do you got to take it to that point? Because you know that's what happened. Like, they're washing their hands and then eating with their hands. With people fat on their hands. Yeah. Oh, I... She gave the bars to neighbors and acquaintances, but she also made tea cakes and handed those out, too. Oh. So neighbors and acquaintances all ate the coagulated blood of... These women. Yeah. Quote. I'm not hungry. Quote. Are you ready? No. She was really sweet. And she tasted better than the others. (gasps) Oh, madam. You you need to be institutionalized. I... I would... How do you how do you get there? How do you ever eat another thing again if you're one of the people that ate one of her treats? I would tell you two things. One, we always go to on uh, to Florida right for vacation, yeah. and everybody always has the handmade soaps, and everything's honky donky, right? Nope. Yeah, yeah. I'll stick to my uh, dial bar of soap, but you never know. No, no. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna be dirty from now on. I don't Who know. Knows? Sometimes, like when I go through the McDonald's drive through. I'm wondering, you know, did they wash their hands after they took a dump? Well, who cares at this point? It's dirty either way. Yeah. Wow. I, I've never had a tea cake, ever. And I shall not have I, one. I shall not ever have one. No. I'm all set. But if I ever visit Italy, no tea cakes. <laughs> no tea cakes. No tea cakes, no homemade soap. Yeah, no fancy little bars of soap. <laughs> No. Get that rose-shaped <laughs> petal away from me. <laughs> Keep that rose-shaped petal. <laughs> well, those, those, and you know they've got all those people on like Etsy and Facebook and oh. TikTok that's like, ooh, look, I'm making this. Now I'm going to be like, yeah, who'd you boil up to do that? <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want your Angela brand 
lilac scented soap bar, ma'am. Oh my god. Babe, who did you boil to make that? <laughs> That's gonna be in my mind. I'm sorry, I'm not making fun of what these poor women endured. Oh, but... I well, no, because okay, look, this is not victim shaming. This isn't anything. It's when you sit here and you listen to these stories, and then it makes you think like about I could have been, I could literally could have been so susceptible to that. No matter what, at any point, do you point think I'll ever eat a treat that comes into work now? That's nope. I don't know what's in that but cookie. How many things in the stories that we've told will we probably never do again? A lot of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't trust. And it's not. Food it's anyway. not a comical thing when we when we do what we when we say what we say. It's it's more or less like it's funny because now like literally. I'm afraid of everything. I don't want tea cakes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Our soap. Uh, I'm not quite done yet. Oh, geez, there's more? So the police had their doubts that this woman would be able to chop up these victims into nine pieces. Okay? And so they start attacking the husband Which and I the say, son. Chopping is hard. I chopped up some firewood the other day, one little log. I thought I was going to die. No comment. You're lazy. One comment. Okay. <laughs> Touche. Touche. <laughs> so she told the cops, if you don't believe me, take me to the morgue. Oh, dang. And so they did. What? And they gave her an axe. And let her go to town? And she showed the cops, God and everybody, <laughs> oh my God. that she could chop a body into nine pieces with an axe. No. Supposedly. Y'all can go look wild. this stuff up for yourself. It's n it's not a joke. Okay. This is dead. They just let dead pop up a whose body were they like, oh, this here. is like the eight. I'm sure people die of illnesses and stuff. But they got know. family, I'm sure. Maybe they were like criminals. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know. So during her trial, naturally, she showed no remorse. Because she didn't. She have was any. found guilty, sentenced to thirty years, and died in uh, during her prison time of cerebral craziness. No, uh, you could probably help me with this word. Actually, apoplexy. That, that, I'm gonna go on a limb and say you're not pronouncing that. You've got the fastest on the wrong syllable. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> More than likely, uh, there were a number of artifacts in the case, including the part or the pot that she put the victims in Ew. that are on display in the Criminology Whoa. Museum. What? The criminal Criminological do they, Museum Do they have Rome. some of the soap? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that every, everybody at that point was like, I'm going to melt this down to nothing. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine <sighs> finding out that you ate the tea cakes and used the soap? Yeah. I think the tea cakes would have messed me up a little more. Like, Outside flesh, right? But then consuming it. Oh, oh that's just jacked up. But you know, you know, it's a it's a cake. How many kids do you think ate those tea cakes? I I don't want to know because I've know. never had a sweet treat that my kids not like. Mom, eh, eh, baby bird here. The I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just gonna let that one go. So then, yeah, while she was in jail. She also wrote a book called The Confessions of an Embittered Soul. 
Okay. Um, I looked around to see if it was like available. <laughs> of course you did. I can't find it anywhere, but if you can, let me know. Well, it's probably because it's very in interesting to think like, um, I've killed three women. I made soap and tea cakes with them, and I'm going to write you a book. Is it like a how-to? Is it? <laughs> is it a <laughs> do-it-yourself? Like, what do you write about? Well, it's in, uh, confessions of an embittered soul. It's probably talking about how horrible her mama is. All the kids that yeah, passed. yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. Yeah. Why was that? That's a weird one, isn't it? I told you it was not a very long story. Nothing but, is safe. No. You've ruined soap and tea cakes all in one night. That's, that's, I'm not done. I will ruin more things for you. You're, it's, you, there's more? Not to this story, no, but I'll ruin oh, something else. Oh, you said that, you, well, you've ruined hummus for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good story, though. Uh, well. I feel like I've ruined a lot more than that for you. I don't know. I feel I, like I you say to, that a lot. I tend to forget the things you say pretty rapidly. Yeah. I don't I don't keep my memory bank for your words. They I get, wouldn't either. They get <laughs> Except for the pair of No, I'm done. The nope. pair of we can, we cannot a, We a, cannot always bring up the classics every single day. All right. Yeah, well, you know. Well, Short, sweet, to the point. We've ruined um, both washing and edible treats for you all tonight. Well, if the water's Ooh. hot enough, <laughs> I mean. No, no, I would never feel clean again. Ugh. And you know people were a lot. You know there was one person that was like, but this soap is so good. <laughs> I don't even My care. skin is so smooth. You know, do you remember that episode of Criminal Minds? With, um, oh my gosh. You, uh, he was in the Scream movies, I think. He was the weirdo. And he was killing the girls. And then he volunteered to do a search party and he made the chili. Yeah, no. The girl that was, was, in that the was chili. Jamie Kennedy. We Thank talked you. about Methany. Methany. Methany, whatever. Joe Methany. Yeah. yeah, we talked about him. It so reminded me of that one too, yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? If you want to murder and eat someone, I don't condone that. First of all, that's wrong and that's bad, and you should seek professional help. Deep, deep, deep professional. But why you gotta go feed them to everybody else unsuspectingly? Well, I my question is, at what point in your life are you like, well, I think I've had enough red meat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, guys. People ain't right. No. People are not right. So, moral of the story, we don't trust homemade soaps. No. Soaps. We do not eat tea cakes at all. We don't trust sweets given to us by acquaintances unless we know them personally. Yep. What is a tea cake? Don't know. Still don't know. Probably one of those, like, little petite de flores or whatever, like the little, you know, it's like little square, like, cake things. Like a brownie? No. It's called, it's called a petite. It's a brownie. Okay, no, it's a freaking brownie. Oh my gosh, you uneducated swine! Um, so we don't eat tea cakes. We don't eat. Ed- we don't eat anything given to us by acquaintances <laughs> at all. <laughs> we don't. Do that. I'm gonna learn to speak Brazilian, guys. We're gonna call it a night. 
since I'm such an uneducated swine, <laughs> I'm going to go shove my face full of food and call it a night because faith is a whore. <laughs> oh, we've gone downhill quick. Um, well, you made me angry. You were laughing. You're not angry. So I hope that that's enough. You, I will post pictures when I can get the name close enough to Google to pull a picture. Or when Lisa shows me her show notes. Um, I guess I could do that. And besides that, I hope you guys have a safe uh, safe and happy rest of your week. Absolutely. Uh, I, Faith, I look forward to you actually telling a story at some point. Your stories have been so good, though. That was a good one. That was a good one. Freak. My story's amazing, though. Yeah, your stories always piss me off. No, oh, this one will not. Yeah, well, this one will piss you off, but whatever. It always does. Well, guys. So, anyways, guys, I hope all your Christmas shopping's getting done. Time's oh. a ticking. Time is a ticking. I don't, I haven't done crap. Anyways, uh, no. we hope you guys have a fabulous night. Uh, evening, day, morning. Whatever. Whatever. Just, just time in your life. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Fuck.